Hey guys, welcome back to the survival show manly musing segment. Of course, I'm producer Ben and before we get to Craig and his talk today, I would like to remind you to go and check out the new tiny survival guide and card. Simply go over to tinysurvivalgear.com. All right, let's get into today's manly musing segment. Hey everybody, welcome to the Survival Show Podcast Mainly Musing segment with your host here, Craig Cottle. Good to be with you as always. We're coming in fast and furious, Hobbs and Shaw and all that kind of good stuff on land navigation for uh, loss proofing yourself. And this is part two, so if you have not listened to part one, then go over there and listen to part one of this podcast. Part one, I go into the things that a topography map cannot do for you cannot do for you that's really important and there's some lessons there that if you haven't ever considered them then you need to listen to that podcast so dig into that one in this podcast what i'm going to do is talk about how navigation can help you tremendously if you're in a situation where you want to go hunting now again if you didn't listen to number one then go back and listen because hunting what i mean by that is yeah you want to go hunting and get yourself a wild turkey or deer hunt or maybe maybe i want to add to that you want to carry in a camera and get that ultimate sunset photo or you want to go in and you want to find the elusive chicken of the woods mushroom or you want to go in and find the phone that your girlfriend lost while you all were backpacking the other day and all the good things that go along with it i talk about that stuff in part one and part two we're going to talk about how to use this map to to effectively help you okay so as I mentioned, I want to look at this from three different perspectives. Now, this is all open source information that you can find on the Internet, really, as it relates to intelligence gathering, whether it's a, you know, some sort of operation uh, for intelligence, whatever it is that you need to do. So but the, basically, you break this down into three different sections, what is referred to as template analysis. You also want to dig into maneuver analysis and breach analysis. So template is where you basically look at the map and you gain information from it. And um, maneuver analysis is how you're going to get into that area to do what it is that you want to do. And then breach analysis is where you're going to go and make actually make it happen, right? And we'll go into some details and explain that a lot more while we're here together on this podcast. So in a template analysis, basically what you're doing is you're looking at a map and determining which of the areas, whatever it is that you're searching for, is most likely to be located, so, for example, just to be more simplistic, um, if you look at a map, you know that Chicken of the Woods maybe likes an area that's damp and moist and also gets some sun, but not very much sun at all. And so you can look at a map and see where the sun rises and, and knowing where the sun rises and sets and utilize that to your advantage greatly, greatly to uh, using the map to find where chicken of the woods is most likely to be um, but with that said i usually get surprised in where i find it with but think about it from the perspective of looking at the map and determining where deer might want to to go about doing their business deer are no different than us for example they've got to have shelter they got to have water they got to have food so that shelter what i mean is they want security they want to be able to get away from their predators they want to be able to get to water and they want to get to food so you can utilize a map to do that. Uh, one of the things that you can use a map for, and I'll go down through a list here. And again, pick up Essential Wilderness Navigation. This is listed on pages 229 and 230 
of that text written by Tracy Trimble and myself. But uh, you can use a map, mark the normal, uh, most likely travel corridors for whitetail deer. Let's say you're a hunter and you want to do that. Uh, one of the things that you can also do is you can see where there are areas where wildlife might like to lounge. So if you're a hunter, you know, I don't know what elk are like out west because we, we have elk in Kentucky, but I've never hunted them here. So I don't have a lot of knowledge on elk hunting, but I have a, a considerable amount of knowledge and experience on whitetail deer hunting. But for example, deer really like to be in a place where they can exit and go different directions rather quickly. So if you go out a ridge at the end of the at the end of a ridge um, on a point, then you'll find a lot of deer beds in those locations because it's going to be difficult for something to come up to that point, and they'll see them coming from a long way. And then anything that's going out that point, they'll have multiple avenues of exit. And so you can utilize a map to do that rather well. You can also look in a map to find areas where wildlife are most likely to feed. And so you know, for example, that um, when it rains, and I did this turkey hunting this past year. I wanted to go to an area in, on public land, and uh, I knew that most turkey hunters don't like to hunt in the rain. And I also know that most turkeys like to uh, go to open areas when it is raining, and because of that, that, well, turkeys do that because they like to go to those areas because it's easier to run and then get speed and then fly. Because when turkeys are wet, they have a difficult time getting off the ground. So they want areas where they can run and shake and then fly and get off the ground. So going into this area, I looked for anything that looked remotely like an open spot on the map and thought, I'll just go back in the middle of that wilderness set up around that area and I'll end up having turkeys around me and yeah I did they were right there and I didn't get one in that particular hunt but I went right to them and I basically used a map to determine where I wanted to go so that's a combination of having woods experience and understanding how turkeys behave and at the same time utilizing a map to not go hey I just want to go walking into the woods and get lucky because I'm not a big fan of believing in luck I'm a so I used a map to go about sending about success for myself. Um, obviously, you want to look at water, and this is a real advantageous thing to consider for uh, survival methodology is you can look at a map. And when I say a map, you don't. I recommend carrying a paper map when you're going into an area, but we're also a big fan. I've got a chapter in the book on how to use GPSs, including apps for your phone, which are just as good as standalone GPSs at this point. And so we go into the proof that we've used to do that. And uh, so you can use a map on your phone because everybody's used to using their phone. And you can find water sources there that will help you from a survival perspective. I need to get to water as well as, as our topic is today on finding water sources for the wildlife that you want to hunt. Uh, so again, you can utilize, discuss this a little bit in part one. But you can look at a map to understand prevailing wind patterns and determine before you ever get to a location the type of area that you would want to put up a blind or a deer stand or a, a stalk so that you can use the wind to your advantage. You want to be walking into the wind or having the wind at your face so that the animals that are coming to you are not having the wind come off your body towards them. Uh, they're getting to you before they sent you. And so that's a really important aspect of hunting that we want to take into consideration for certain. So let's dig into maneuver analysis, which is the second um, 
category that we want to dig into that we can utilize maps for. Uh, maneuver analysis is basically how you, as the person that's hunting, and let's, let's consider this from the perspective of a deer hunter, you want to maneuver yourself into an area for the optimal uh, safety of yourself, the safety of the things that you're taking with you, as well as not alarming the deer any more than you have to. Okay, so what I mean by that is that you want to get into and out of an area without the deer being alarmed. That's really important. And so for, for the sake of discussion, let's consider that you're going to go into an area and you're going to stay there for three days and you're going to camp there. And, you know, deer are really, well, all wildlife for that matter, are really observant of things that stand out from the norm. And so if there is an area where there's a fair amount of human activity, that's a great place to go camping for a deer hunt. For example, in an area where we deer hunt, we go deer hunting on private land and the people that own the farm, they live on the farm, obviously, and farm it, cattle farm it. And so they have daily activity on the farm and the deer are not alarmed by their presence. And so we basically stay nearly I and mean, when we first started hunting we basically camped in their backyard right behind their house because deer are not alarmed by that so if we went back way back into the middle of the woods or into one of the open fields and camped then we would alarm the deer and so we don't do that um, so that is maneuvering and you can utilize a map to be able to do that find the most obvious uh, areas where deer would not be alarmed by your presence but at the same time and this is the second point that's important in maneuver analysis, is you will most likely be leaving your deer camp and going hunting. And if you're too close to human activity, like right next to a road, then people that are uh, recognizing that, hey, there's a bunch of deer hunters there and, ooh, they're out in the woods hunting, then you've left all your stuff at camp and they know it's there. So for the safety of your gear and making sure you don't get robbed, then uh, you want to look at a map and it can tell you how to best get into or find an area where you can not alarm the deer and secondly get yourself in a position where you're not obvious to people that might come in and steal your gear which man i just wish it wasn't that way but there's just a lot of opportunistic thieves in the world as we all know and so that's one consideration that we should uh, make sure that we look at and we can definitely use navigation and topography maps to do that Last part of this I don't want to dig into is what I refer to as breach analysis, which is, okay, let's, let's go back to this deer hunt again, or let's, gonna, let's consider going in and, you know, just taking photos in a far off place back in the wilderness. What happens if something goes wrong? Let's say you get an injury. How do you get search and rescue to you, or how do you get yourself out? And more importantly, let's say you are very fortunate and you harvest a deer or particularly an elk which you can't just drag an elk out. What is it that you need to do once you get back in there to get that animal out or get yourself out? That is where you basically do the, the breach analysis because you've gone in, you've affected your uh, necessary function that you went in there to do. You were successful. Now you got to get out. And so, um, again, keep in mind that you want to keep energy in reserve for being able to drag a deer out, for example. And, you know, perfect choice, or I mean, perfect example is that in an area where I hunt, uh, it used to be for years, I would go into the area and go way down a hill 
and then climb all uh, uh, back up out of that hill to get back to camp and where I was going because the area below where I was going into was where the deer basically bedded. And so I didn't want to come into that area, even though that was the most easiest way to get into that part of where I hunt was to walk exactly on the bottom down through, basically there was actually a nice logging road there and, and, uh, it was a lot easier to do it that way, but I was scaring the deer out when I would go in that direction. So I started going in above using the, use the map. Basically I knew the area, but I could have used the map to determine, Hey, I want to go in here, come out there. But when I harvest the deer, even after I was in the area, I would take them out the easy way because going back up that hill was a monster, a monster of a hill to drag a deer out of. And so we would take them back out the easy way. So that's definitely a consideration on breach analysis. Um, some of the things that you could utilize that map for is just looking and going, hey, I didn't realize that there's a, a break in the hill right here. There's a little saddle or something of that nature. And if you don't know what a saddle is, then guess what? You need to pick up Essential Wilderness Navigation <laughs> by yours truly and Tracy Trimble because we go into detail about the different aspects of topography maps. And you can look and see, hey, there's a saddle where I could actually go over and get through that hill without climbing all the way to the top or something of that nature. So that's it, you guys. That's what I wanted to cover. I wanted to get into some things that you can use a map before you go. I wanted to make sure that there's some things that you understand that, that you cannot get a, from a map. And it forces you to get outside. Fancy that. Craig Cottle recommending people get outside. So with that said, I hope this has been helpful for you. I know hunting season is right around the corner for most of us. It's coming up fast. Uh, this morning, I am out in the middle of an area where I see deer all the time. I don't hunt this property. I'm just very fortunate to be able to help the landowner to do habitat improvement here to see these deer. And so to get myself inspired, I came back here today where I saw deer. I've got a camera set up where I can watch the deer. And I've seen huge buck here. I've seen a mama and a couple of babies. Uh, just a pretty awesome spot. So if you've been listening, you've probably heard some of the beautiful bird sounds i'm out right at daylight beautiful bird sounds all around me and uh just doing that also to kind to do my best to recommend for you to get outside and see and experience what it is that's around you all right hope that helps you hope that encourages you hope you get outside and as uh as we go through these topics here hunting is something that you could utilize very aptly for survival training survival usefulness and you know sometimes uh, the exception is not the rule and I think that's something that we need to keep in mind when it comes to survival training is that most of the people that teach survival and this is something that's very different at the survival show podcast here is we don't assume that everybody is stupid and has made a bunch of mistakes what we want to do is educate people to prevent things from happening and then also give you the tools that you need to avoid and handle yourself in situations when you're in the middle of them. So with that said, this has been Craig Cottle with the Survival Show Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Thanks for your support. Give us a five-star review. Uh, say a nice word or two on a sentence for us on the reviews. Go over to iTunes, pop that in there. Guess what? 70%, like last time I looked, 72% of the people that listen, listen on iTunes. So check that bird out. Did you hear that? I don't know if you got that on the mic or not. But anyway... Um, 
Give us a five-star review over there. We greatly appreciate everybody that supports and follows us. Check us out on the survivalshow.com website. Support our sponsors, the Sportsman's Guide, and the other ones that you hear here because guess what? I love you guys, and I love sharing information, but but we can't do it unless we make some money, make some bank, and we're not doing that. <laughs> we're making some money, but anything you can do to help us, we greatly appreciate. But if nothing else, listen in and share with your friends and family because that helps spread the word. Appreciate you very much. Keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp.